You're watching San Francisco Rising with Chris Manners. Today's special guest is Carolyn Monte. Hi, I'm Chris Manners and you're watching San Francisco Rising, the show that's about restarting, rebuilding and reimagining our city. Our guest today is Carolyn Monte. She's the president and CEO of SF Heritage, and she's here with us today to talk about how her organization is helping preserve our city's cultural heritage and architecture. Ms. Monte, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's good to have you here. So can we start by talking both about the history of your organization and its mission? Sure. Thank you. So San Francisco Heritage was started 51 years ago. And its main mission is to preserve and enhance the architectural and cultural identity of San Francisco. And when it started out, the focus was really on the buildings, historic landmark listings, and really concentrated on the downtown area with all of the development that was happening. Our organization was raising a red flag to some of the historic landmarks that were really in danger, as well as some of the Victorian mansions. So one of the hallmarks of our organization was moving these Victorian mansions that were in the way of development over to the Western Addition neighborhood and other areas in order to get them out of the way of development and preserve them. And our organization was around before there was the Historic Preservation Commission of the city. So we were really at the forefront of drawing attention to the importance of historic uh, preservation, landmarking. But over the last 51 years, we've also seen how there's more than just buildings in safeguarding our city's cultural resources. There's also small businesses and the different neighborhood, um, the different neighborhood icons that make a neighborhood special. So our outreach has really, um, it's really come full circle in a way because it moved from downtown into the neighborhoods. And now with the COVID epidemic, it's really going back to downtown again, looking at how we can play a role in the economic recovery and revitalization of downtown San Francisco. That's great. So now I understand your organization is also responsible for maintaining a couple of properties. Could you tell us a little about those? Yes. Yeah, so our nonprofit was gifted in 1973, the historic Haas Lilienthal House. It's now a historic house museum. But this was a family since 1886 built this beautiful Victorian mansion and it was in the same family year after year. And when one of the last residents of the family lived here, when she passed away, they gifted the property to San Francisco Heritage. So since then, we've been running this historic house museum, and it's also the home of our offices. So we're really fortunate to get to work in such a beautiful environment. And then in 2018, one of our longtime members, Norm Larson, gifted us a building on the corner of Haight and Ashbury. So this is quite a unique structure. It was originally built in uh, 1903 before the earthquake. And then as Haight Street became a commercial corridor after the earthquake, when people were camped out in Golden Gate Park, the owner at the time, he raised the house and put six storefronts underneath in order to take advantage of all the commerce. So we are now in charge of this house on the corner. And it's been really a wonderful way to get new members, new audiences interested in the work of our organization. During the pandemic, we've been using it as an artist in residence and partnering with different Bay Area artists, as well as cultural institutions, cultural districts. And then one of the storefronts 
we've converted into a pop-up gallery. So it gives us an opportunity to raise awareness of all of the, the importance of the art and the cultural resources in San Francisco. That's fantastic. So now let's talk a little bit about legacy businesses. What does the designation mean? How does somebody get added to the legacy business registry and what benefits does being named a legacy business confer? I love this program. This is a program actually that was started by San Francisco Heritage. Now it's been adopted by the city and it's run by the Office of Small Business. But this program really looks at what are the businesses that are really contributing to the cultural identity of San Francisco and especially of its neighborhoods. When we started it, its first focus was on bars and restaurants, but over the years it's expanded to also include other businesses. So. These are really places that contribute to the character of a neighborhood. So it could be Sam's Grill downtown. It could be the amazing Aryan Press over in the Presidio producing these gorgeous art books. You have bookstores like the City Lights or Green Apple more recently named. This year we had a lot of attention on the Legacy Business Program. We put out a contest to the public of what would you vote? What would you think should be the next Legacy Business in the Haight-Ashbury neighborhood? And one of the businesses that was recommended was the Club Deluxe Jazz Club right on the corner. And two or three days after we launched the contest, the owners announced they were going to have to close. Their rent was being driven up. They couldn't afford it, you know, coming out of the pandemic. And so we worked, you know, at speed, you know, to get that application submitted with them. And that status convinced their landlord to negotiate with them a lower rent and this way they've been able to stay. There was a lot of social media uh, support around this. So when you become a legacy business, not only do you get marketing and business support from the Office of Small Business, but you're also eligible for grants. And we work really closely with the legacy businesses as we do our work for San Francisco Heritage. That's great. So now, apart from architectural um, and, and buildings, you also work with cultural districts. and. Um, the Castro Theatre actually sort of strikes me as a place that actually encompasses both. It's both you know, a beautiful building and it's a cultural hub and centre. What's been happening with the recent acquisition by new owners? It's been leased to Another Planet Entertainment and we've been in close contact with both Another Planet Entertainment who came to San Francisco Heritage because the Castro Theatre is a historic landmark building. It's Fluger design and it's recognized as a very important architectural monument. One of the things that San Francisco Heritage did with the Cultural District, as well as with the Castro Theater Conservancy, which is a, um, one of the main uh, activist organizations about the preservation of the theater, is we work together with um, Supervisor Mandelman on an interior landmark, um, historic landmark designation for the interior. But what happened over the course of the summer and as more people learned about the, program, the programmatic plans for the theater is there's been a lot of concern expressed, not only by San Franciscans, but by people all over the world, uh, movie directors, stars, who are very concerned about the risk to the LGBTQ and film programming at the Castro Theater. Another Planet hosted a community stakeholder meeting in August, and it was so moving um, to see the number of people who took the microphone. Everyone had two minutes to, to say mm -hmm. their testimony of what Castro Theater meant to them. 
And those testimonies showed that this building is contributing not just you know, as an architectural monument, but it plays a role in the cultural life of the LGBTQ community that is irreplaceable. Yeah, it really is a beautiful theater. It is, and I think my involvement in the theater really raised my awareness of um, not only the potential of, of uh, the Castro Theater to you know, be emblematic of the LGBTQ culture and history in San Francisco, but also there's many other sites in the city that also contribute to this identity. That's why so many people come to San Francisco as a place of freedom and diversity. And so in my previous work, I worked at the UNESCO World Heritage Center on World Heritage designations. So when I joined San Francisco Heritage, I was thinking, why isn't San Francisco a World Heritage City? I mean, for its architecture alone, it could be inscribed. Golden Gate Bridge, you know, to name a few. But I mean, this city is so unique in its architecture, the Victorian mansions and all the landmarks. So it's something that we're hoping to start a conversation on that with city stakeholders this year. That's great. So finally, let's talk about your organization's relationship with other city agencies. You've mentioned the Office of Economic and Workforce Development already. I know you work with the Planning Commission and the Arts Commission. How do you integrate with them? These relationships are so essential to San Francisco heritage. We really rely on our, our close collaboration with these various city departments. For example, we're working with the Office of Small Businesses for the Legacy Business Program, and the Planning Department is really one of our most crucial relationships. We meet quarterly with them, and we really see how we can support not only historic landmark listings, but also historic and cultural context statements, strategies for the various cultural districts, and the city survey, among many of the other activities that really are of concern to both of us. Um, for the Office of Workforce Development, I attended a meeting recently that the Chamber of Commerce organized with them on the downtown revitalization. One of our key goals in that meeting and in the downtown revitalization is to make sure that the city's historic and cultural resources are playing a key role in that economic recovery and revitalization, especially after the pandemic. And I know that the Office of Workforce Development has the City Build program, which is really an admirable program where youth are being trained in construction techniques for rebuilding, and especially with the new housing legislation. And we really wanna see how can that workforce be expanded to also include training in historic preservation. We have so many Victorian homes, historic buildings, and other places that really need a skilled labor force to make sure that they're preserved and that they help keep the special identity of this city. So we really value these relationships. We meet quarterly with the various organizations, and we're really grateful for grants for the arts that we receive and other support. So. Definitely, that's a, a key relationship for San Francisco Heritage. That, that city build idea is really great. Um, I like that a lot. Well, thank you so much for the time you've given us today. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for raising awareness about the work of San Francisco Heritage. We really hope that the people watching today will join us in our mission to really help keep San Francisco special. Great. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode. We'll be back with another one shortly. For SFGov TV, I'm Chris Manners. Thanks for watching.